go today. Success Aches, man, our first artist, the first artist that we've had on on the platform to come share. This one is super, super important and, and special to me because I remember finding this young man um, on TikTok by a song called New Crib. And when I first saw the song, I was like, yo, this shit is funny, but this shit is kind of tight, though. Like, he kind of <laughs> like, he kind of, eh, 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 eh. I was like, yo, he kind of like tight. I'm on the set right now. Right? <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. And I saw it, it having some traction on TikTok, and I think he was probably about at, like, I think it just started hitting. So, boom, you probably, like, 30 50 thought like r- really yeah. running up yeah yeah um and boom so i i keep going down and i go i get to um boys do cry and i'm like yo you start crying i'm like yo this is i've never seen or heard a rapper touch on something so so vulnerable and so direct um and then i get to black hair and I'm like, yo, this shit is special. Boom. I go click on um, the Instagram link, go to Instagram immediately, DM slide. And I'm like, yo, what up? What are you doing? Who's like, what's, are you, what's going on? <laughs> and you know, <laughs> the man hits me right back and was such, and, but the first thing that I noticed on the Instagram is there was this, there was this post saying, Yo, I was sleeping um, on one of my brethren's couches, um, and when I made a lot of these this this content, you know, and just just basically just saying it like, yo, you you just got to keep going, and like just the fact that you like were in that space right there enough to like stay still stay in gratitude and be like, remember, like, yo. You know, there was a time where I, this shit wasn't looking good, um, really stuck out to me. So, boom, when I hit you and, you know, me and you had a conversation, I was just like, yo, uh, I would love to work with with, with you in, in any type of capacity. Uh, guys, we have, and now, you know, seeing the growth that that, that this young man has had on, on socials and just in his life and, like, some of the opportunities that have been um, given not given to you, but that you've earned um, on your on your way to to who knows where, um, and not just in hip hop, but just you know film wherever you want to take it. Just as a, a complete overall entertainer, it's just been a a um, a blessing to see um, and an honor to to call you a friend and somebody that I can talk to you know all the time. Um, Piff Marty, guys, Piff Marty. Yo, thank you. Um, yeah. What a beautiful intro, too. Like, that yeah. was um, not even joking. That actually touched my heart. Like, oh, I appreciate man. everything uh, that you said. Uh, thank um, you, man. Appreciate you coming on. Appreciate Happy to be here. On. Appreciate Happy to be here. On, dog. Oh, it's too so, Piff, you're from New York? I'm from right. New York. Born, born and raised. Um, family's from Jamaica, though, but I'm born and raised in New right. York. Jamaican restaurant, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, no, wait. So, for me quickly um 
I want to say too, because this is a big moment for us. We'll look down, we'll look back in a couple of years and be like, damn, our first artist we ever interviewed. Um, and I think this is a great place to start because I think your career is in a really exciting place, Piff. Um, just with the growth you've seen over the last year, two years. Um, but yeah, I'm from New York. I grew up getting in the car every day. My parents putting on Howard Stern, driving me to school, whatever it was, and listening to him interview a lot of people, a lot of artists, you know? Um, and so this is something exciting for me too, especially be talking to a fellow New Yorker, you know, there's always like a sort of inherent thread there. You know, we understand why like I'm obnoxious or, you know, why, you know, you carry no a basketball around. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you, you know, understand it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's good to he- have you here and, you know, let's jump on it. Yeah, man. Um, if, uh, what I really want to uh, definitely um, tell to the audience that, like, yo, what gravitated me to Piff wasn't, of course, the music was good, but, like, our conversations that we would have um, around music and around your vision of what you saw yourself being as an artist were, like, mm-hmm. what drew us, like, close together. And, like, how long have you been working on the vision per se you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna lie to you i well when when you talk about the vision i I assume that you mean what's happening right now what i'm doing right now this was really like a lot of it where it was happy accidents and me seeing something that worked and like and i'm like oh this is really working for real for real and um so i would say over the last year in a half, I've been yeah. working towards what this looks like now. And I'm somebody who plays by ear with anything that I do just because the temperature changes for any kind of industry, any kind of moment, any kind of experience. The temperature changes without you knowing because we have no control of what's going on. Yeah. And I was just trying to figure out how do I find my way in yeah. without compromising my integrity, compromising just who I am as a person, yeah. but still producing quality stuff while also saving bread too. Cause you know, like <laughs> ain't, had, ain't had no bread. bread. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's really like a mixture of happy accidents, make sure being calculated and me just being reactionary and then responsive to, to whatever, whatever is happening. Like listening to the people, listening, listening to the people and then putting it, expanding on it basically. Uh, for sure. But you told me when we first start, started talking that you had took kind of like a gap in music. Like you had started. When did you first start? Mm-hmm. So when I first started making music, it was um, 20, 2010 wow. or 2009 probably. Like I just remember recording a song with my friend Mervin at – this this sketchy ass apartment. It was a it was a like it was it was it was in the hood. It was in a it was real it was real scary. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. But we recorded the song. I heard my voice on a on a. I heard my voice for the first time. I'm like this this kind of cool. I got a little swag in my voice. This is cool. Yeah. I like I like how rapping feels. And uh, I know as a kid I always wanted to rap, but I just took breaks in between just because I don't know. I didn't know how to get it done. I didn't yeah. know who where to record or anything like that. But I started in 2009 put out a mixtape in 2012 or 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, my first official project, because before then I was just dropping freestyles on YouTube. Yeah. But my first official project was on Dat Piff in 2011. I expected that to like take me out the hood and it didn't, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. 
And then, like, I, I was just working on different stuff for, like, three years after that. And I just, like, fuck, this shit is not working. Yeah. Maybe it's not, I'm not built for it. In hindsight, it was only because I haven't been told no before. And then once I've really started getting into, like, this music stuff, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of rejection in this. It's something I was not used yeah. to. Just because me being naturally talented at most things that I do, people saying, yo, you're so talented, you're so creative, you're so, you're so this and this, making my head so big. I'm like, damn, maybe I'm lit. I'm, I just need to drop a mixtape and I'm out. And that didn't happen yeah, and yeah. I was just so discouraged. So it um, it made me it made me quit. Uh, that's interesting because in, mm-hmm. the, in those moments, I think those are the most important moments is is when um i would say god is speaking through other people to just like let you know like that that's your purpose like telling you like yo you're talented like yo you're like you're Mm -hmm. good like and then every so now and then he sends you that sign that you've been looking for the whole time to like keep you pursuing because in your pursuit there's always going to be that hurdle of adversity that that could take you yeah. out <laughs> you know what yeah. i'm saying so what was that sign for you to be like hold on i gotta come back so um and this is really funny and i and i talk to him about this every day my engineer um who's now one of my closest friends to my engineer after i after i quit he's always been saying hey you should come back hey you should you should start you should start you should keep doing it but um there was this one day i was going to work i was working overnight overnight shift, overnight security shift, front desk. Um, I was on my way to work and then he gets on the train and he's like, whoa, would you look at this? Everybody It's New York's best kept secret, riding the train, going to work. And he just looked at me <laughs> and I'm like, damn, you gonna do this right here? And he's like, and it, and it just like, it just woke me up. I'm like, oh, oh. Yeah, I should be doing this. this You're right. Bugging. I should be doing this. And and he's been telling me this since I quit music, but like him going on a train and just blasting me like that. <laughs> mind you, there was like honestly like 30 people on the train, 30 to 40 people on the train. Because you know how New York City trains go. Yeah. Like New York's best kept secret, riding the train, going to work. <laughs> and I guess I got I got a little embarrassed because I'm like, damn, I am withholding my talents and withholding yeah. what I feel um it's something that I know deep down I want to do, but I just like, because of insecurities, I just stopped doing it and wanted to play it safe and go to college and do work a job and, and things like that. Nothing wrong with working a job, but I just know for me, it's not what I wanted to do. Or you just knew it wasn't what you were meant for. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Cause that's something, yeah. there's something in your, in your spirit uh, when you know that you meant to do something and you know, yeah. you're kind of nervous, you don't really want to do it, but when you just do it anyway, you know, mm-hmm. that's what you, <laughs> that's what you meant think to do. It's also like, it's a common theme of like the re- theme of rejection, you know, yeah. like you feeling like it did, it came out and didn't do what it was supposed to do. So like, right, let me pivot to something else and shift to something else. Cause it didn't just receive that warm welcome. You know, it's an interesting reoccurring theme in all of our lives. I feel like, you know, um, but what I'm also curious the first time you were making music, so like 2009, 2010. Yeah. And then kind of when you came back a couple of years ago, I think there's clearly a shift in how you did it. Like the Very style true. of content you make, you know, um, not taking at all the typical route, right? Like, yeah. um, in just your approach. So what, what was like the, 
when you decided to come back or in that moment when, when your, your guy, when your guy called you out and you realized like, damn, I am not doing what I want to be doing. How did you realize like how you were going to do it this second time around? Great question. So before, when I was rapping before, um, I was still pretty raw and it's funny cause my mixtape back then was called raw. Uh, still pretty raw. What I, the things that I would rap about was just me being the best rapper, me being real braggadocious, you know, me real rap shit, yes. real <laughs> rap shit, just just rap shit, barring it up every bar and stuff like that. <laughs> and I, while I think you know, rapping wise, I think I was better back then than I am now. To be honest, just because of how like just like real like real rap raw I was uh-huh. but I do know that I wanted to come back and do something important and uh-huh. talk about things that people are actually going through just because of um the music I was listening to at the time when I did come back I was listening to Wale I was listening to a lot of old Kanye I was listening to Big Sean J. Cole Kendrick I'm like yo they're making music that fits my life yeah. and if I'm going to start making music again I want to do exactly that I want to give people a reason to say shit this song changed my life. Yeah. I want to I want to be able to make stuff like that just because those artists before me did it for me. So that really was it. I just wanted to make a soundtrack to people's lives. As cliche as it sounds, it's like I really wanted to do that just because of the rappers that did it for me. Yeah. And you you're so I mean? direct in your approach, dog. I don't think any rapper has ever been so direct in a subject in a, in a subject matter and in mm-hmm. um the content but ever, also being able to be clever and and give you punchlines and that's you know that's the thing for me like you wanting to make an impact and i say this in the best way possible that's great and that but that's not what's really impressive about what you're doing to me because you are making an impact you making the impact is impressive you wanting to is not the most impressive thing what's really Sorry, my dog is just drinks water like <laughs> so loud. Um, let him pass for a second. Um, but what's really impressive to me, hey, enough, watch out. What's Stop really drinking. impressive, yeah, come on, man. There's more important things taking place here. Um, but what's really my bad, what's really impressive to me is, um, how you're doing it. Like, I want to know creatively how you were like, yo, I'm going to do it in this style. Right. Like, and I know a lot of it's like DIY content. Um, but like, ah, there's a lot of, talking about. All right, got you, got you. yeah, yeah. Like your approach to being creative is super creative. You're not just mm-hmm. like, yo, I wrote a song. Cool. Now I shoot a video. Cool. Like, you know, maybe the video is sick, whatever, but it's like, no, it's really different. How, like, how, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, yeah. but that's, that to me is like, yo, cause the first time you were putting out music, it seems like you took like, yo, you made a mixtape was on some, you know, you were like typical rap shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, this approach is like just different from a content perspective. And, and also in that Metro, did, were you, did you quit when you were on BT, like on the on the freestyle shit? Like were you, uh, had that happened and then you was like, nah, I'm done or, or no. This so the first after after 106 apart, that was when I quit. But the okay. other BET stuff, that yeah. was when I came back. back. All right, and back. I was still doing traditional stuff. Yeah. And then, um, and I'll answer your question, Troy. Troy, um, the way that I do it now is because, um, really, the pandemic. You know what I mean? Um, 
it started out, it started like um, manifesting because of the the Panini and I needed to figure out how do I enter this space where I can't do shows. I can't, I can't do any of this typical stuff. I was kind of forced to just get creative. Then I saw TikTok, you know what I mean? And I watched Gary V. Y'all know Gary V. Yeah. Right? Yeah, of course. Yeah, I watch Gary Vee all the time. He's he's been for years before TikTok became what TikTok is now. He was saying you got to get on TikTok. You got to get on TikTok. You got to get on TikTok. I'm like, yo, it's a kids app. It's uh, just dances and all this other shit. I don't. What am I gonna do on that app? But there was a video where he said just spend uh, an hour a day just watching TikTok videos. Just spend an hour a day, and I did that for. Two and no, I did that for three and a half weeks, just watching TikTok videos. And I'm like, oh, there's a language being spoken here. There's a language that people here speak. And I just need to figure out what this language is. And I just kept watching and watching just to get get a feeling for how people talk on this app. And when I say talk, I just mean like how they videos are. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, I think I know what to do, how to do this. Because I have a theater background. Um, sidebar, I wanted to be an actor too, an actor before I wanted to be a rapper. So I have this theater background where I know how to create something visually and TikTok is like the perfect place to do this. And, um, I see, I see Instagram comedians get big, just using their phone. I see all these people just using their phone, getting big and and getting popularity and, and, um, you know, getting opportunities. I never saw a rapper do this. It's because the way rappers are typically supposed to do things, you have to have a big ass budget video. You're supposed to have holes right here, <laughs> um, chains right here, and a car and all this other shit. And I'm like, what if I don't do that? What if I do not do that? What would happen? And this is something I never saw before. So I just looked at it like that. And I already had the sense of humor. So I'm like, fuck it. Let me just let me just make a video. So the first video that I made was just a freestyle on top of my roof where I'm just doing different edits, dancing and stuff, because I I be dancing. Yeah. And um it, it got a great response. I'm like, oh, there's something here. So what all I did was just hone in on what I've already been doing and mix mixing the the rap skill, the di- directness of it, if directness is a word, with the the creative editing, putting all of that in a melting pot is something that you've none of us have ever seen before. I know yeah. I've never seen anybody mm-hmm. do this before. And that's why I just now I feel like I'm in a space of my own 100%. where I can just do whatever I want for real. You do you ever think about, I think it's a, it's a, it's a great thing because you've carved your own lane. Like I've never yeah. seen anybody else do it before either. Do you ever get, do you ever have insecurities or worries even at times about what it looks like for you down the road, carving this lane of your own? Now, of course I say that knowing that being in your own lane is a good thing, right? Yeah. But not taking this route, like I'm sure there's hurdles where you talk to people or you cross paths with people and they aren't they might not see it at first they might be like yo there's something cool the numbers and all this but like mm-hmm. it doesn't fit into the thing all this other stuff that I sort of see all the time so like uh, it, it's you know I gotta put a little bit more effort into maybe understanding why this is so brilliant absolutely I do I do get insecure at times but the way that I get out of that and I get out of it pretty quickly. I just think about all the, the, the legendary artists that we saw 
throughout hip hop and then throughout like music in general. You think yeah. of Drake, nobody was really singing. Everybody clowned Drake when he first came out because he was singing yeah. and not like the the singing terribly on purpose that rappers would usually doing, like singing off key on purpose. He was dead ass singing on right. key, singing the correct notes. And he was like, yo, what the fuck is this? But he kept doing it. And then now he's Drake, yeah. you know, Kanye went um the pink polos, just doing, doing shit that you didn't see rappers do. And he just kept doing it. And then it became their thing. Lil Dicky, uh, who else? Uh, Ludacris, uh, Pete, Missy Elliott, People who were really like doing unique shit that people did not understand at first. And then they just kept going and going and going and make it bigger and bigger and bigger. And now you see people copying them. 100%. And I'm starting to see people copy me too. I am too. You know what I'm saying? I am starting <laughs> like, to I'm, see it. That's I'm crazy. like, yo, when do you start putting subtitles in your videos? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, nah, I'm, I'm seeing I'm it. To, yeah. I'm seeing it. But, um, to answer your question, I do I do get insecure about that, but I just think about the people before me who were the first to do what they do, and now they're pioneers in what they do, and I feel like eventually I'll be a pioneer in what I do as I keep doing things that nobody have seen before. And I'm not doing it for the sake of being the first to do something or be an innovator. I'm just using what I think in my brain is cool, doing stuff that I would like to see my favorite artists do. And I'm like, if you don't see it, it Make it yourself. That's just yeah. really how I look at it. Oh, that's yeah, right. a lot. Yeah, a lot of it is like it goes back to you being willing to do that research. You know, like you spending the time on TikTok and yeah. watching videos and being because, bro, like a lot of people around me, I, I'm guilty of it sometimes. Like I go on that app and I've gotten used to it, but it's hard sometimes to even spend ten minutes on that app yeah. for people that aren't hours. used to it. Yeah. yeah. And you spend hours once you get sucked in, you know? Um, Are you talking about before you really understand it? It's hard for people to just like stay on it. hundred percent. Cause like you said, you said it right. Oh, it's like, you know, it's a children's app and we're past that point. Like I think like you, if you're not then, and you work in music or entertainment, it's kind of silly. I think at this point, but um, yeah, you were willing to do the research and the research generated ideas and thoughts, which I think like, you know, you just ran with it, which I I admire. Mm Mm-hmm. And, it, and 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 I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. It was it was pretty scary, just because it's it's a risk. You know what I mean? Because you 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 run the risk of being labeled the the internet rapper or the yeah. TikTok rapper or right. et cetera et cetera. So that's why that's another reason why I do it in this specific way that I do it, so that it transcends just being on the internet. Where yeah. I'm, and that's why I talk about the topics that I do too. Where I'm not being hacky, comedic all the time. Hey, I gotta mm-hmm. you know I'm not doing hacky shit. I'm really talking about like real real topics, real shit that we read books about, real shit that we like think about on a day-to-day basis. And I think just that little specific thing that I do makes me transcend the internet rapper tag. And then of course there's people that still give me that internet rapper tag, yeah. but eventually it's, it's not going to be that. No, cause I almost made the mistake. If I would have just went with new crib, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been, I wouldn't have been there, but something in my spirit died. Told me to nah, cause you seeing a little bit of shit in there, dog. That's the th- <laughs> that's the thing. You mm-hmm. putting little tidbits in there that, that Keeping let it fifty you, times too, like you know? that let you know that like, wait a minute, <laughs> this nigga can kind of rap, bro. Uh-huh. So for me to like, okay, bet. And then when you scroll down and you start to get into like the even the workout 
um, joint. I'm like, yo. And then once you put the uni out, I remember when you first sent me uni, I was just like, dog. Yeah, bro, it's real. This is, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, this is this is somebody who who is extremely talented, but um, just has the courage to do it in such a unique way and just yeah. embrace it because because what 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 we do know is I do know that you are very confident in your pen mm-hmm. extremely confident in your pen so any little insecurity that you may, may have in the way that you put it out I think I think the confidence and the 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 knowing of of what you can do when it comes to rap kind of you know what I'm saying yeah. it saves you cuz you like yo mm-hmm. bro don't don't get it twisted bro cuz I will Bar you niggas. I will, I will bar you niggas, <laughs> you bar you niggas out. <laughs> yeah. But it's not even about that for box. me anymore, too. Like, yeah. it's not even about that for me anymore, too, just because it's like, and I, I said this in another interview where it's like, I don't really care about showing people I'm the best rapper or anything like that. Of course, I want to show. That means you're, that, that, wow, you're operating out, of, not out in, not in your ego. No. Wow. That's no, I mean sometimes, amazing. I mean, sometimes, sometimes. No, but, but I used in, to exactly. Right? But in this, in what you're doing now, you're actually doing it in a way of where like you you care about connecting more than you care about your ego. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it makes and it and, and like you know, in the back on the back end of it, it then makes me makes people feel like I'm the best rapper anyway. But I'm not trying to do that because yeah. it doesn't really serve any purpose for me anymore. Maybe when I was in my my early 20s where I just wanted to, like, be the best and stand out and everything like that, that's, you know, maybe I cared about it then. I wanted to be in a top five and, right. or the top one, really. And But nobody's ever the best rapper forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, that's just, this is just something that I'm going to be keep, I'm going to keep chasing. And if I get it, then when I don't have it, it's going to crush me. So this is not something that I should value. I should just value making meaningful work, connecting to the people, making some bread while I do it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but, going over vacations and playing ball. You know what I mean? <laughs> at least it sounds like you rapping in your purpose though. It's purposeful. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because if yeah. you, I think before, and because I've always said like, Hip hop is such an ego driven genre that like everybody's yeah. just so like I'm better than I I I. It's easy to get sucked up in it and forget like yo um, the responsibility that you actually have because people mm-hmm. actually listen to every single word that you say and these words will be out there and when you put it out there it'll be out there forever. So it's like it's very important that you understand like what you're saying and like especially when you build it up to a place where you know, you have fans and you have people hitting your DMs and people commenting like, yo, you changed my life. Or, yo, yes. this song is like, like it really puts it in perspective that like, yo, I need to be actually doing something that matters. Yes, and those are worth more, those messages are worth more than the goat emojis and the fire emojis and shit yeah. like that. Like, oh, this, he's up next. I don't, that, the, you changed my life. Yeah. Or I was able to have a conversation with my dad about emotions. Yeah. Those mean way more to me than the oh you up next kind of stuff you know what i mean it's ironic um like even right now like the largest conversation amongst the quote-unquote like biggest rappers um maybe of of right now Mm -hmm. are still about like yo who's number one 
It's like, yo, we're fighting over number one, two, three, like four. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, but it's like constant. Like, that's really what you hear, you know? Um, And I think, Payne, you had like a key word to me that popped out where you said like, yo, you embraced it, right? Because so many artists, we see it whenever we work with, with especially new and and artists that we know are, are, you know, obviously really talented where they don't embrace putting something out very easily at times because once something's out, like it's out, you know, and that's the representation of you as an artist. Um, But, you know, it's just, I really respect the way you're doing it because you're getting inspired by creative ideas. You're using the skills that you have or working on them in real time, whether it's video editing or whatever to get, um, to get your message out there and you're just rolling with it. Yeah, it's um, all on the job training for me right now. Yeah. It's, exactly. It's, and it's always going to be that. Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. No, no, that's all I really was saying. And I think, like, you know, your story is evolving because of that, you know, versus you sitting and, and trying to figure out the perfect way to do it in a way that, like, doesn't scare you, you know? You're just, mm-hmm. like, you're, you're out there, you're putting it out there, and it's, like, it oozes creativity um, in a way that, like, I don't think we see a lot of right now because there's this dive like there's this this separation between a creator and an artist in a way in like modern times right um and they can both be the same thing some creators don't have to necessarily be artists or musicians but like i see you as like just a genuinely artistic creator mm-hmm. exactly and that's um, part of, that's that's that yeah. absolutely on purpose just because I don't want to be put in a box as just a rapper too. So I look at guys like Lil Dick, y'all mentioned him again. I look at guys like um, Childish Gambino. Chance the Rapper is yeah. starting to do that himself too, where it's like, oh, it's not just this. Yeah. And I'm, yeah. and that's that, if, if anything, if we were talking about ego, if any, if my ego cares about anything, it's really just that, just not being seen as just a rapper. I really want to see, be seen as someone so, so much more than that because in the future I'm going to be showing that I do much more than that there was something I was about to talk about I forgot oh you were talking about like how artists um or just people in general or me like just not caring about how perfect it is mm-hmm. and um and I was earlier I was saying how scary it was at first because I'm like yo this is not going to be perfect this doesn't look perfect yeah. and what uh, the shift really came from when I read this book called The Four Agreements. Um, you ever heard of that book? No, who's the book? Yeah, I've heard of it, but I haven't read it. Yeah, so The Four Agreements centers around. Um, you know the it's, author? It's a short. It's the uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. Gotcha. Don Miguel Ruiz. So the the book centers around um, this guy. The 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 author he talks about these uh, this ancient civilization called the Toltecs, mm-hmm. and they're they're the principles that they live by, which are these four agreements. Um, uh, always do your best, which is self-explanatory, but always do your best. Uh, don't take anything personally. Don't make assumptions and be impeccable with your word. Mm-hmm. The main things that I took from that was the don't make assumptions and don't take anything personally. Mm-hmm. And when he, what, what they meant by don't take anything personally, it doesn't mean just like the... The negative stuff it also mm-hmm. means the positive stuff too don't mm-hmm. let any comments or any opinions of what you do change who you are so mm-hmm. i had to really just separate my work from my i didn't i don't put my self-esteem in how well 
people receive my work. And that mm-hmm. was like very important for me because I talk to artists all the time. If somebody says they don't like your shit, we end up taking it as like, oh, they don't like us. Yeah. And I really had to say, nah, they just, you know, they probably just don't feel this. And that's okay. There's an audience for everything. And um, that allowed me to be very, very comfortable with seeing a comment where somebody's saying, hey, maybe I don't like this. And being like, all right, that's cool. I'm still do what I am trying to do. And that has allowed me to be so, so, so vulnerable and just, try to push the envelope with, with anything, anything that I do where I can make a new crib with like subpar lighting, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like I'm <laughs> fucking dancing around the fucking crib in, in a robe. And I see all the mistakes in that video. There's like 10 mistakes in that video, but people don't even care about that. They're uh-huh. not watching it as, as they're not watching it as diligently yeah. and, and as I am as the editor and as the whatever. And I find a lot of comfort in that just because I know it's not that deep and perfection doesn't exist. And that's, that's to answer your question earlier. I forgot to say that part. Yeah. It's just, I can't be perfect. So I don't try to be perfect. Man. I think I, or what I also respect about you dog is as you're going through this process of like learning um, and putting the work in, like Troy said of, of like what works and of, of, of course, like you're shedding the 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 stereotypes and and being out of the box as a rapper but also as a marketer as well like you take your your rapper hat off your editor hat off and then you go and market and i think that's super super important and respectful that you like have taken what you've known and in real time are trying to give back to other independent artists and like teach them the game and like yo setting up seminars and like, yo, you can, um, doing consulting, like talk, talk Mm -hmm. to me about, about that, about what made you, made you, um, be like, yo, I want to help people as I'm going through this process. Yeah. So for the people who don't know what, um, Phil's talking about, I do one-on-one consultations with, um, artists and just help them with how to use what's now, the only way to get your songs heard, which is social media and using the social platform is really like the only way now Um, and how to market themselves. And the reason why I do it is because I know, I think about the times that I quit, quit Mm -hmm. making music. I didn't have anybody who's at the stage that I'm at now just telling me like, yo, this is how you do this. This is how you do this. This is how you do this. Don't do that. I had to figure out on my own and like make so much mistakes that out. So, so many avoidable mistakes. Yeah. If I just had somebody in my corner saying, yo, don't do that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, do this, yeah. you know, and this is how you do it. And I, I find it's so, it's so fulfilling. And I've, and I didn't expect to feel as whole as I do now doing it. When I first started, I'm like, yeah, I'm just going, you know, put people on game because I wish people did it to me. But now that I'm actually in these calls and I'm and they're like, I can see it in their eyes like, yo, this is the missing piece. I don't understand social media. I fucking hate social media. I don't want to do it. But you gave me some perspective on how to do it where I'm not draining and uh, draining myself out. And uh, it's, it's actually fun. And um. I'm glad that I could do that for people because I wish there was somebody in the blog era that told me how to fucking do it. I wish there was somebody in the what other era in the radio era that showed me how to do this. And now that we're in the the social era and the internet era, like I'm glad I can be that person and like just put, put people on game and see and show that I'm doing this 
how to do this and how to do it for free too. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's 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 super fulfilling. It's it's amazing. What are What's some up? of the um? What are some of like the marketing kind of strategies you have? I'm not saying like necessarily specifics or or whatever, but like how do you look at marketing and how did you figure out how to take this content and market it beyond just posting it? Yeah. So what I started to do, and I, I say these, say this in the course too. I stopped looking at my social media profiles as profiles and started looking at it as channels, right? Just, I, I just look at it like, you know, people are scrolling through their TV with the remote. If you still got cable, people probably still don't got do this no more. Yeah. But you're scrolling through your channel trying to find something to watch. It's the same as you scrolling on Instagram or scrolling through TikTok, just trying to fill a void, trying to find something that's entertaining for you. So whenever I make content, I look at it like that. What is going to stop people? What is going to make someone stop scrolling and watch this? And then once I put that, TV producer hat on as opposed to just like, hey, I'm gonna post something to get some likes. That shifts everything and it makes you think of different ways and you put yourself in the shoes of the consumer. And I say consumer because I just like have an entrepreneurial mind at all times and it's kind of annoying, but the consumer, you put yourself in the shoes of the consumer like, yo, what will make this person stop scrolling? Hmm. And um, yeah, once you start, I start start with that and then I just build ideas off of that. And I'm 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 purposely um, not saying too much too because yeah, yeah. I still charge for this, right? But, <laughs> yeah. I feel you. Know you know, I, mean? I feel you. I just want I just want yeah, I just want like a, a glimpse into the mindset. You know, it's like uh, it's like when you go to the mall and they give you like uh, you know, the Chinese restaurant gives you a little piece of chicken, you know, on the on the toothpick, right? And then you go and you buy the full plate. Like I think I think that's what we're looking at here. But on um. I also see that you engage your, you, you take feedback from your audience yes. in a certain way. Yeah. I want you to talk about that a little bit. So, I so think that, yeah, that's, um, that's another thing that I learned from Gary V. Like I love Gary V is like one of the yeah. kind of responsible <laughs> for what's going on here, but he was saying, Hey, listen, read the comments. And that's another reason why I read the book. That Have you contacted him so, yet? Have you been in contact with him yet? Not yet, not yet. I didn't know how. So I wanted to like get in a little bit more um, popularity so that okay. he sees a blue check in his DM. Right. So he's like, okay, I'll respond now. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I just wanted to um, yeah. He said like, just you want to know how to grow your business? Read the comments. Yeah. They are telling you what you need to do. It's wow. so easy. And I'm like, oh, they literally are saying what they want me to do. So let me take that feedback and. You know, these are the people who I'm doing it for. So like, yeah, let me listen to them and let me listen to what not to do. And let me listen to what to do. And then that's really what I've been doing. Customer feedback is, um, I keep saying customer. Because it's, it's, it's just what it is. Like feedback is, is what helps you grow your business and you can't yeah. take it personally. If somebody says, Hey, I didn't like that. You did that. Stop doing it. Yeah. Unless mm-hmm. you, unless in the back of your head, you're like, no, this is, you're going to end up liking it. And, but don't make sure it's not your ego saying that. Make sure it's just, it's like you know they just don't. Make sure it's a matter of them not understanding it yet, and not your ego saying, "Oh no, nah, you don't know what you're talking about." Yeah. But customer feedback is super important when it comes to growing your business. Just listen to the people, and you cannot go wrong. You know. Do you ever have a moment as an artist where you're hearing feedback and you just it's not bad feedback. But you're like, I don't want to go in that direction. Yeah, but you, there's. 
there's yeah. there's times where somebody wants me to do an idea that I've like before they even said it, I'm like, yo, this is like corny as shit. And I know you want me to do this because you see that I can do a lot of things, yeah. but I tried to do this and this is just corny as fuck and I can't do it. But that's really the only times that where I'm like, uh, mm. uh, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. there was, I'm not even gonna say it actually. But what I will say <laughs> is that you definitely had the most creative flyer or promotion of a show. Cause I still got the song in my, stuck in my head. October yes, 12th, pull up on pull up me. On me. <laughs> Yo, that shit is hard. <laughs> that shit is hard, dog. I was like, yo, did he just put out a a rap flyer? Yo, if you could just hand this to people, dog. Yo, that yeah. shit is yes, tough. Sir. What made you think of even marketing? Because I, I think a lot of artists, you know, I think they're getting better at it now because they're seeing mm. – um, the effect on their career when they are more personable on social medias. Um, but you got to talk about how, like some people, some artists, like they're like, yo, I'm not a social media person. I put everyone, my content, I put my content, you know what I'm saying? I put my content out, I make art, that's it. But it's just like, if you're in the music business, if you're in the, you know, consumer bit, like it's like you have to be able to, um, to do both to execute but mm -hmm. like it's just even if you do have a team like it's so important that you you get creative it has to be a strategy yeah and promote your own <laughs> art like it's yours you do want mm -hmm. people to listen to it right <laughs> yeah don't be like you 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 actually doing yourself a disservice by saying no i don't want to do that that's like being in the radio era and saying yo i don't i, I can't do that radio shit or i can't <laughs> you know that's, that's exactly what that is that's and, exactly no, but people like i like i said i'll answer the question too like yeah. um People, when I, when I was saying earlier, you can't look at your social media account as a profile anymore. And I think yeah. many artists still look at it as a profile, like it's fucking yeah. Facebook or MySpace. But no, this is your channel, bro. This yeah. is everything you, because like not a lot, not a lot of people are going to see your EPK. Not a lot of people are going to go to your website. They're going to go to your social media accounts. And that's where you have to deliver and then convert these views and these clicks to your website and then to your Spotify and, and everything like that. This is where the, this is a lot of the times people's first introduction to you. So you really got to make it count. Um, what made me think about doing that flyer in a video format was um, just seeing the engagement that I get from pictures versus videos. Yeah. And then understanding that Instagram is no longer a picture app. Yeah. And they announced that this is no longer a picture app. We are a short form video content app. Honestly, if they can change their name to Reels, they would definitely do it. But because Instagram is so popular yeah. as a name, mm -hmm. they can't do that. But Instagram is Reels now. Yeah, You know what I mean? So I'm like, if I post a picture flyer, which I did, yeah, it's going to get engagement. Oh, it's going to say, oh, yeah, you got a show in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not... There's flyers on it's all over Instagram where there's a party here, there's a um, uh, a cookout here, whatever. Everybody's posting flyers, but nobody has done a music video for as a flyer. And I'm like, people are gonna remember this more if there's a catchy hook, just like any song, you know, and just like how you remembered it. You didn't even and, watch the video uh, just now; you just remembered it. People are going to remember this if I just do it, and then I do a little bit of finessing on the video with the big red red um yeah. october 12th letters, on it. Yeah. yeah the big red letters and stuff like that people are going to remember it more so i'm like fuck this is hard as fuck but 
it is very it's gonna there's gonna be great results to this. Uh, and uh on that day I think I got a, a thousand clicks on my website on the on the link. Just crazy. Uh, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Incredible job. Because Take us through the show, like just everything about it, because you, you, you know, you basically said that you're this new era, it built out of the pandemic time, no shows, you know, you were like using content in an extremely creative way. Yeah. So stuff's opening back up. You're in New York, first show in New York. Like, how does this all come about? And then what's the process for you? Like, you know, I'm assuming there's some untraditional sort of, I'm, just, I'm assuming there's some DIY to this show that you've put together, but maybe I'm wrong. So when it comes to the show, well, when it comes to shows in general, it's, it's, I mean, before I started doing content, that was the most fun I've had making music, like just being able to party with people while performing my music. It's really a party. These shows are, but, um, uh, I come from a theater background. Again, I've written, shows before like a plays like where there's a beginning middle of end beginning middle and end and i like to i'll say this like i'm gonna add that kind of twist to this show coming up like and and um i I ain't gonna lie i'm kind of nervous about it you should be i'm excited man i'm excited (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean so but um, october 12th i'm gonna be in new york me too. Pull up on me. I just realized. Oh, really? Yeah, let's go. Payne, you're going to be there? Yeah, I was trying to surprise this guy, dog, oh, but he ended but up. I'm, I'm Carmen San Diego. <laughs> he ended up. I just realized getting I'm back my on leak. the 11th. Yeah. He ended up getting in touch with my leak, and now <laughs> he knows that I'm coming. <laughs> okay, okay. But yeah, no, anyway, show, yeah. shows on my, my, my bread and butter just because I like performing. I like seeing people. I like yeah. being. Interact human interaction is like one is just necessary for us as people. But I know for me personally, I can get all these comments and all these followers and all these DMs. But sometimes they they feel like NPCs to me. They feel like yeah. like bots to me. But we're seeing mm-hmm. the people in real life. I'm like, oh, this is this yeah. is real. This is a good time. Yeah. So I'm I'm very very excited about this. And it's the first live show in two years that's about me it's not me like you know doing like a five ten minute set at a at a at a event but this is like a real headline yeah yeah, it's really dope it's really dope i'm excited um yeah so did you did you kind of handle this yourself or do you have do you have uh did you have people help you put this together yeah, so it's it's um mostly me and my my manager slash friend Envy like just setting this up, and I've worked the promotion that I'm working with. I've done shows with them in the past too, so it was honestly it was like, yo, you're the only promoter and who I see who I know that has access to these venues. Like, let's do some. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and then we 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 came up with a a a cool a cool what's the word structure of how this is going to go. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. this, this sounds right. Let's, let's do it. Let's do this at this venue. Let's do, you know, let's do this. Basically it yeah. was pretty, it was pretty, I'm not gonna lie. It's pretty easy just because of, I worked with this promotion before yeah. or a booking agent. I don't know what the term I'm still figuring <laughs> out, but, um, yeah, it was pretty easy. Was yeah, pretty yeah. Easy. Um, it was just a matter of when really got you, got you. I think, just going back a little bit to talking about sort of um, just like being an entertainer 
Yeah. What do you see as like the, do you think about what the next two, five, 10 years look like? Or are you, you know, like where, where does your head go when you think about where you want to go or how you kind of look at all this? So it's, it's kind of tricky. Cause I do have an, I do have like a thought, I do have a thought process and I do have some goals that I'm like, I would like to reach in the next five years. But I also, I think of this quote in um, the movie Parasite when a guy is like, yo, a, the guy was like, a plan is like uh, laughing at God, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Where it's like, you can have a five-year plan, but shit does not look the same in five years. Nobody Definitely. expected this to be what it is five years ago. I didn't expect it to be like posting videos on, on, on social media platforms as a means to gain fans and stuff like that. Five years ago, I didn't know that was, that was going to be a thing. I didn't know NFTs were going to exist five years ago. I didn't know, you know, there's going to be new shit five years from now where I can't even plan for, but I still have to have something in mind. So that, that, that involves like hosting shows or award shows. If award shows still exist five years from now. Um, and that's like, that's, you know, that's kind of believable. Um, hosting award shows, writing show, writing um, scripted TV series, um, you know, moving into that space of like of, of, of film and TV. You know what I mean? Maybe it's a limited yeah. series. Maybe it's a, maybe it's something or documentaries too. Just something, just creating shit basically. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean, you reference, you reference little Dickie a couple of times. I think he's, an interesting reference because um he obviously has such a unique lane mm. as somebody that started rapping he's obviously heavily heavily based in comedy yeah. um but i think you have a large comedic as- aspect to just you as a human being that kind of comes through in your music even when you're talking about serious subject matters yeah. i think it's important because it helps make it more relatable like just the ability to laugh at yourself in a sense right um is important but yeah i think of him too like you know going seeing what thinking about where he was a few years ago i think it was like people knew he was really intelligent couldn't take that away from him but it was like ah, the music like you take it seriously do you not take it seriously you know um even if he was having huge records um and then into the show you know you watch i'm assuming you watch dave um Yeah, I love Dave yeah. too. You watch Dave and you're like, oh, like I see, you know. This is what I he was trying to do. Just, wow. yeah, whether he knew it or not, it was just leading to something much bigger. Like the talent eventually just ex- just explodes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just, yeah, for that, for that, for those aspects, I think it's a, it's a really interesting, um, interesting reference because even when he was popping and big, like I don't think he was taken as seriously as he should have been. Right. Um, you know, now it's a different story. Now he's like, he's a Hollywood celebrity, you know? Um, but I think that goes a lot to like what you're doing. Um, you know, is like, I don't know. I don't know. It's just, just sort of where I see it. So the thing, the, the, and the reason why I reference him so much, there is somebody speeding. New York. Probably, they probably racing right now. <laughs> Might be on but a dirt bike. <laughs> no, that's definitely a race car. But, um, the reason why I reference him so much is because I like what he does, but I see certain mistakes that he made that I think if he didn't make it would people started people, like you said, people would have taken him more seriously as a rapper too. Yeah. One, he's like, 
heavily comedic in his stuff and kind of like where he's like, the purpose of this song is to be funny. Mm -hmm. It's not to like, you know, Mm -hmm. think or anything like, I just want to be funny and show that I'm a good rapper. That's what I was getting from that. Yeah. Um, And he's kind of shifted that, of course, but I also did not want to make the mistake of doing that because then that would then put me in the box that so many people put Lil Dicky in. And also, it helps that I'm black, so I'm just cooler because of that. It does help (laughs) you black. So, (laughs) I mean, so it's just, I'm a little bit cooler in that aspect. But um, I think he's like super brilliant just because of the way that he goes about doing what he did. He's another person that, again, did something that he saw, that we saw nobody really do. And he became successful at it. And yeah, so that's why I reference him so much. Cause I'm like, you're doing something. You're clearly smart. Um, and I'm going to pull from certain things that you do. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of saying that I take things from everybody, but you know what I mean? I'm going to pull yeah. certain things that you do and like implement it, implement it in my stuff. And that's why you see what he's doing, where, where he's at right now doing with, with the show. And then Charles Gambino is another person that does that same thing. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I yeah. mean, yeah. Hopefully Charles- we can look back at this invo- in, interview and see me saying this and I'm doing Oh, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I have no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Why, man. You, you, um, um, you are one of the creatives that, um, that I've met that has a very, very strong, strong conviction when it comes to your vision and like as, mm-hmm. as who you are, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of artists, it takes them a while to like figure out who they are and like what they stand for and like what they actually want to um portray to the to the audience like what yeah. they want to be known for but for you i think um as as you start to put the content out because it's so real and authentic you start to like kind of find like yourself and like what you like and it just gets stronger and stronger and more direct and like more clear you know what i'm saying and more calculated that's what and it that's feels exactly- like yeah, and that's exactly what's happening too. Because to be transparent, and I think I said this earlier, I still don't exactly know exactly what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, I'm still trying to figure it out. It's still on a job training, and you know, sometimes I'm like, "Fuck, am I doing the right thing?" And I do a really good job of looking at making it look easy, but it's not. Is not. We know just from even doing a podcast, <laughs> yeah. like yeah, which is. Man. I've now I've gotten to the point where it's plugging in my mic and my camera for the most part. But when we yeah. started, it was like, you know, even making content yourself in general is just tough, yeah, it's a lot. especially when you're cutting it up, reformatting it for different mm-hmm. sort of platforms, yeah. adding in certain little things here and there, you know, testing it on Finstas, whatever it kind of looks like, like that shit takes time time and it more than anything takes patience yeah you know and then you realize you gotta you gotta yeah. speak a different way too like you gotta you know it's very true not, yeah it's not like you have to you know be fake in the way that you speak and not sh- speak naturally but you have to do it in a different way because there's an audience at yeah. the same time too like i listen to like you, you know how you were listening to um 
Howard Stern on the way to to school with your parents. I was listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show and listening to the Wendy Williams Show with Charlemagne, and I listen to Charlemagne's podcast. I listen to Charlemagne every fucking day. The fuck he's in he's he, his my inner voice is his voice now at this point. <laughs> but it's like I hear how he speaks about doing radio, how you do podcasts, and you have to like do it in a specific way where you're still being your natural self, but you have to understand that there is people listening to you at the yeah. same time. And, and that's just some of the nuances that people don't really realize. And that's how, but you, if you, if you do it well, you make it look like that's, that's not even the case. You just, it's it just, you just another day at work for you. No, the repetition, yeah. it's all about repetition and, and being consistent because Troy, I used to, you know, um, I would tell Troy like, yo, I feel um, like, like a bit of imposter syndrome, us doing this right now. You know what I'm saying? Because like, of course, we're not perfect, and we're st- we're just starting it. And um, mm-hmm. and Troy was like, "Yo, everybody's a fucking imposter, dog." Before <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Until you actually start doing it, and like with the consistency, like in the reputation, like then that's when it it starts to become natural. Then you start to just you become what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But like. It all takes the reputation, uh, and just keep side going. question: Is your is your camera like a cornea or something? You've clear as fuck. I know, right? It's like you, yeah, it's like whole a, shit, yeah, right? it's like a, <laughs> got a crazy camera. Shane's literally got a crazy setup. It's a fucking <laughs> eyeball that's recording right now. Yeah. <laughs> cornea. <laughs> yeah, I just took that in. I was like, "What?" Is like, I was like, "Is that a like, type of camera?" Like, I, I said, my eyesight is better. Yeah. <laughs> like the fuck? Like you look, you yeah. look great right now, bro. Thank this you. Is no, has no one thrown? No one's thrown you money yet, just to make, just to, just to, like, how, like I'm just being honest, like, like I'm just to you. make your content, like, just so you can have more options of what to do, like, yes, uh, <laughs> of course, because like, yeah. it's, it's crazy right now at this yeah, point. Like, it's just getting out of pocket. Out of, yeah, like I don't care. Like you know, there's too many like purists in this in this business, right? Yeah. Like at least because working this business, but I'm like, I look at this. I'm like, this, this is a, this is a great investment. Like I don't, you know, just as like somebody who's making fucking product and making music and making content, I'm like, yo, like it's some, really someone over here. It, yeah, it, it's as it's as fun as it looks. Like if you like yeah. people that want to be a part of it, like I I get it. It's, you know, yeah. it's so, lit. You so, so how are you still independent? Yeah, I'm still independent. Oh, okay, man. How how do you feel about that? Like, are you are you open to signing to to sign into a late? Like, what is your your theory on the whole thing? So, and I we you and I had this conversation. Like, I'm trying to. Not I, we talk about it every stuff. day. I try to sign you every single. Day. I <laughs> I try to talk. To, I hey guys, I want to be completely transparent. I try to no, sign this guy every day. Every day I'm checking his temperature. What are you doing? What's going on? How do you feel? What can I do for you? What I'll send you whatever contract that you would like. What? How much money do you need? Every day. I want you. I do want your answer on that, Pip. But before before you go, I just want to say like. I think you have my personal opinion. Yeah, is if if it's welcome, it's welcome. All right, cool. Is if it, you have to maintain a level, you have to maintain the creative control. There's no doubt, 100%. no doubt in my mind. You can't like for what you have now. You can't. 
can't have your, you need more support. You don't need people telling you what to do. Yeah, right. Please. Like when it comes to that, um, and you can decide who's a trusted ear or not. And then it's outside of that. I'm like, I think of uh, labels and I'm not saying there's not a right one out there and, and trying to get in the way of this process, but it's like almost when I see you and the way you make content, the way you make art, I'm like, it needs, it needs like somebody that really understands that they're supporting like a content house too. Like some of the ability. And I don't need, like, yes. I look at like the music yeah. as like one, like whoever's working on your music, like is working on like this part of the pie. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, like labels think that they're, um, you know, they're doing this. It's the, it's the 360. Yeah. It's everything. We do everything. You don't do everything. Yeah. You don't do everything. You know, like you work on the music, um, or you, you give funding. Right. And I said, yeah. like, not in a disrespectful way, but when I think of someone like you, it's the perfect example of like, did, did Lil Dicky sign to a label and then they also helped him do the no. Hulu show? I don't think so. No My gut tells me no, you know? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, the, and you you hit it right on the head. So I am not against signing to a label, but I, I expand my thought process on it to go beyond of just a music label. Because like you yeah. said, this is like, this is a production company. Basically. It's not just... Yeah an artist making music, shooting music videos, performing at award shows. This is like, this is something very, very new that there is no standard contract that can say that there's no standard contract that can make, that can read and say, Oh, this makes sense for me because yeah. what I'm doing is not standard. That's very you know true. So exactly. with that being said though, like the type of, and it, I go be, when I, when I think about this, I go beyond record labels. Maybe, sign to a production company, maybe sign or partner up with a production company or partner up with somebody with a lot of fucking bread and a lot of connections. I don't know. Like I yeah. really do not know exactly what makes the most sense to me, probably because I'm going to have to be the one that creates what that is. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And at the same time, I'm still like in the process of doing what I'm doing. And I just don't know exactly what, I need just yet, which is yeah. why I haven't done it just yet. Does the yeah, there's a unique individual or individuals out there that you would that would provide the right value to you. Yeah. I don't know yes. if they're gonna be the easiest to find. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a one stop shop type of environment, but for sure there's people that are gonna wake up and be like, Oh, like, yeah, this guy's gonna make a lot of really valuable content. Yeah. Whether he's in it, in the writing room you know, writing scripts, whatever, yeah. whatever, you know, producing it, choosing other creators. Like I do see that. Um, and it makes, I'm, I'm excited because just from like a business standpoint, I think of how exciting that is for the future of content businesses and Real you time. touching into music about what that, like you're paving the way for people that want to make music, but also, you know, want to, prove that they're valuable production companies yes oh, exactly right. and it's 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 bigger it's it's bigger than music and i i've learned this as i've this is like i said this is very new to me and i figured this out over the last year it's not something that i thought of in 2019 but i'm like oh shit this is bigger this is exactly what i want this is exactly what i wanted to happen i just didn't know that this is what i wanted um but to answer like to reiterate it's like 
I just need to figure out what it is exactly that I'm trying to do mm-hmm. and go beyond the on the job training and like now be the fucking, I don't know what the analogy, you know what I'm trying to say, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like what, what it is exactly that I'm trying to do. And then I can, you know, think of the people who I already have connections to or people who I want to make connections with to like make that a pos make that a thing. Does the like like go ahead, oh, go ahead? Yeah, I was like um just seeing you, but I remember when I first um got into NFTs and started doing the research on it, and especially on the music side. Like, is that something that you've done research on and like that excites you? Hell yeah! And I'm working on something now. So the the only thing is, I, I, I I'm being purposely vague. I'm being vague about this on purpose. Oh, um, but what excites you the most? What's what excites you the most about it? The fact that um, it's decentralized. Yeah. I, I'm I'm big on decentralization. If that's a word, um, just cutting out the middleman and mm-hmm. tar- Cutting out the middleman that doesn't need to be a middleman. I'm I'm all for middlemen. Like middlemen yeah. exist for a reason. It's, that's great. But if you do not serve any value as a middleman and you're only a middleman just because traditionally we needed middlemen, yeah. I'm not for that. I feel that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And what I love about NFTs and I love what about crypto and blockchain in general is that it just cuts out the unnecessary middleman and Nobody knows what the fuck to do about it, and that's that's beautiful. Like it's that's already crazy. it's it's already out in the in the in it's the out ethos. there. Niggas don't out know what to do, and nobody nobody knows how to stop it. And it's like, <laughs> oh yeah, it's lit. Like there's an artist who she was saying that she um I think her name I think her name was Latasha. Mm-hmm. She was um she was getting royalties like from forty dollars to one hundred twenty dollars every six months, and she's like, "Fuck, how do I make money as an artist?" Then she put one of her songs up as just an e- uh, an NFT, and she made three bands just off of that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh, there's our diff. There's a different kind of like community of people in this. It's yeah. just a bunch of people with a bunch of bread wanting to buy shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just like that. They don't even have to be music fans. They don't have to be film fans. They just want to." find things that are dope to them and own it. Yeah. And it just mm-hmm. creates a whole different um ecosystem for for creators and and just anybody who wants to do something to like make some bread and then cut out the people that don't need to be a part of it. Oh uh, yeah, and to I have think... passive income is really cool for for people that because usually you would have to be super duper rich to like have passive income. But yeah. in this space where um, royalties get and you get the kickback for you know forever, basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Is is really mm-hmm. cool to see see it happen, um, especially for artists and, and and creatives who who have for so long been told the price of their art and haven't been able to dictate the price. And now for mm-hmm. the first time, now you can, yeah. No, you can't. And what I'm trying to do, the technology for it doesn't exist yet, but there's different companies making that technology right now. So once that's lit, it's lit. Yeah. What would you want to say, like Troy? That. I was going to say, I think uh, one of the things that I've, somebody put in my head recently that was interesting way to think about NFTs is other than it being about selling art, it's like you can use the concept of an NFT as... Um, building like a subscriber base. 
sort of like a really cool Patreon, right? Mm-hmm. Where um, if you buy, let's say an NFT, because, you know, for example, like I think like concert tickets are going to become NFTs, right? Where like yeah. Dua Lipa's concert ticket, like any sale on the secondary market, you know, she's getting and Live Nation's getting a percentage of, right? Just because oh, yeah. they're creating those electronic tickets as NFTs. But imagine you launched call it a thousand nfts and let's just say it was like your logo or whatever right um nothing particularly artistic it's just like a pass it's like a it's like a credential um and if i buy one and you give away you know maybe it gives me free lifetime um vip access to your shows right maybe um when you drop videos I have access electronically to uh, early premiere of those videos. It's um, or if, you know, if you make content and you don't put extended versions out, like some content creators do yeah. not really artists as much. They have their Patreons like come follow my Patreon. I'll give you everything there. Right. Um, so it starts to become just access to a subscriber base basically. Right. Um, which is where I, yeah, how I thought when I thought of that was, it's really, it's really sick, you know, like, one of the artists we work with wants to make, um, you know, like a magazine, essentially a digital magazine. It's like one of the things he's talked about. And I'm like, yo, it's sick, but it has to give you more value than just the ability to open that thing on your computer and look at it. It's gotta be something like, you know, a pair of tickets every time we're in your city, you know, or something like that. There has to be some kind of value to it. I forgot. I don't know who said, I think the, the CEO of fuck, I think the guy from Beeple, mm. you know, the guy that you know he's made sixty nine million dollars. Yeah, yeah. On was selling. He was like, "Gone are the days of just like mean meaningless NFTs where you just you know you buy it and it collect. It has to have some kind of value now. Yeah, the utility said, is is the most important thing. Like people need to be able yeah. to use it in real life, or it yeah. just has to mean something to them. Yeah. 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 Cause there's a difference between like just pure fit, like art as NFT, like people is art, like art and rightfully so people has been making, he's been a digital artist for years. Yeah. The music community has known about him. Like, I think he designed like Zed's, um, like visuals on a tour, like five years ago, seven years ago. And, you know, he was making a couple hundred thousand to do it. Like he was a premier mm-hmm. visual designer for a lot of these artists. So like, he naturally rose, you know, and now is being recognized as his own artist. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, and there's other people that are in that realm, but then, yeah, there's like the shit projects that just like, you know, like I go and generate like 10,000 images and I'm like, this is, you know, me yeah. looking like an <laughs> anime character. So buy it. But it's like, no, but if I'm somebody that like you pay attention to, or you, you want to, or I can provide value to you, I need to give you that through the NFT, you know, mm-hmm. and in return, you're giving me value by buying it. Um, and me having a percentage of those sales, but yeah, the subscriber base, I just put, put that out there. Cause I thought it was really interesting for me as somebody that works in music and thinks about like the music business, you know, naturally I think, Oh, like that's a, that, that makes me grasp the concept a lot more, um, when it comes to like the people I work with oh, that's real. versus I, like I my artist. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know how to follow up on that because you was, you basically like said what I was about to say too. Oh, it just makes me excited. It really <laughs> does make me make me excited. Yeah. Because um I feel like it's getting it's starting to well artists, I mean, especially like you, they're 
making more and more example of like how how if you put in the work you can connect without a corporation you can cut through you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying because I think there's so many artists that, that hit you in the DM hit hit all of us in the DM we're like yo how do I like I need to find a manager or I need to find a this or I need to find a that no like you can actually connect yourself if you just focus on the quality of the content and you're consistent you know what but I'm there is there is a chink in my armor when it comes to how I'm doing it and there's something I did recognize and I'm still trying to figure out how to like um remedy it yeah. is that I'm still doing this on somebody else's platform so it's true if Instagram is is done I'm essentially kind of done you know what yeah. I mean if TikTok is done if TikTok, TikTok is gone hey I'm kind of going too. Cause yeah. I remember, and I, I've been thinking about this ever since, um, uh, when I was just only popular on TikTok and not Instagram, uh, Trump was about to sue dead that shit. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. I'm, I was I'm, crying and everything, bro. I was like, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, I'm done. <laughs> He's wiping done. it out. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. And I'm like, yo, I never I want, want to feel like that. that ever again. Where my, my destiny. Moment. It was, yo, bro. It was, I was like, fuck, I got to figure this out. I didn't even think of it. I didn't even think about how that was affecting people who were actually connecting on TikTok at that time, too. And yeah, having a lot of yeah. traction. Yeah. And then people on Twitter were making jokes like, oh, oh here it goes. And TikTok is working at McDonald's. And oh. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, it's not funny. <laughs> <You> are ruthless. <laughs> Holy shit. Ruthless, like, dog. They was doing the really same thing with like, OnlyFans, dog. Yo, people are mean, just, bro. Yeah, it's like, bro, you, we're, our bread is about to be taken Turn away. Right. You know what I'm saying? Our like, bread is about to be taken really away. Much. I'm just making jokes. Yeah. But it's uh, like, you know, people are people. But um, like I was saying, like, I did not, I don't want to ever feel like that ever again. That's yeah. Where my destiny yeah. is in the hands of a president or in the hands of the CEO of whatever platform I'm finessing. Yeah. Um. So it's like, that is something that I'm still trying to figure out too. And that's, yeah. that's another reason why I haven't, um, uh, um, Signed anything or try to out like actively try to find some like some some kind of investor just yet, mm-hmm. just because my work is still dependent on the the lifespan of these app platforms that I'm on. That's the really biggest, tight for you to even have the awareness yeah. to know that, dog. Because so many yeah. people will be so thirsty to like, but like, yo, yeah, what you can't fake is like your it's confidence, and, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And your impact on the people yeah. when you're actually in front of them. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you got to build that part up and, like, being able to, like, make make sure that you don't, like, skip any steps when you go from venue to venue. Like, when you get to the place where, like, okay, I have enough impact to where if I can just get in touch with my fans, I know that they will come see me. They're going to come. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. Thank you. Can I say, Troy? Now, I was going to say it's 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 definitely a testament to how important it is for you to have uh, basically the direct access and communication with your fan base. Yeah. Like for, for multiple reasons, one being, yes, like, you know, even though you get a lot of value out of these platforms, they get more of it. Yeah. There's just no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, and two, you can leverage your fan base for anything you ever want you know, um, when it comes to this business in a good way, 
yeah. they'll be there and they'll be there letting you leverage them the right way. Um, and, and, and still stand by you. And when you don't have them ex- in an accessible way, um, then I think it helps a lot of other people try to, it puts you at a bigger fear maybe, or creates more fear for the creator. You know, mm-hmm. like I was trying to explain to an artist I used to work with why, um, you know, we should outsource our, um, basically our data analytics and, um, this company that did like data analytics and email marketing or email subscriber list. They, you know, they basically took all the data and like analyzed it themselves and gave it to us. Right. And I was like, we need to outsource that and not let the label do that. And she, she was like, why, like why, like she didn't pay attention to it. And I don't blame her because it's not like something when you're in a deal, you're working, you're not really thinking about it. Like, dude, I'm just working on my music. This or that. It was like, no, because in three years when you're out of this deal, I'm going to take that data and I'm going to work on it throughout this entire time. Yes. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to galvanize to those people. We're going to make sure we're galvanizing people into this and we're going to have it. The label shouldn't be the ones just having it because when they just have it, they have more leverage when you're That's out of that yep. deal to, mm-hmm. to renew your deal mm-hmm. and to make you afraid. But if we have that data, we're going to go to them or somebody else and be like, yo, shut up, pay me, shut up, pay me to whoever we want. Because and at that point, and if you don't even want to take a deal, you'll be like, I have my fans. I have all their phone numbers. I have all their ge- geographical information. I, I know how to connect with them. Like I speak to them. I, I, you know, I have all that community and that alone, you know, just from a deal making standpoint, which yeah. I, I don't want to put this just in business terms, but like, unfortunately businesses, there's so, so many psychological components to it. It's like, that's the leverage, that's the you know? Leverage. Um, it's it right there, you know, cause that's who you're, that's who's supporting you financially. That's who's giving you views, um, and all that. And that's who the label wants, you know, and that's who brands want. That's what brands, brands what everybody wants to hear. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, but I think going back, all the way back to NFT thing, when I, again, when I heard about it as like a subscriber list and being able to do it, like use it like in that sort of way, I was like, Oh, okay. That as like a artist business component makes a lot of sense to me. You know, I never, I never thought about that just because I don't know if they're because I'm still in and even in my mind seeing like I'm still dependent on platforms doing that for me. Like, yeah. hey, just come to this. You buy this NFT and now you're on the subscriber list, not really realizing that I have to my team and I have to like mitigate that myself ourselves. Yeah. If, did I use mitigate right? Doesn't matter, but you know what <laughs> yeah, I'm trying I to think say. So, the risk. <laughs> yeah. So no, I didn't use it right. But um, what I'm saying is me just uh, assessing that and like making that list myself. So that's a great idea. And yeah, definitely think about that when you know whether it's like the community text app, which you know is is mm-hmm. a great concept, or or whatever it is, you know, just bring those people to places where you can access them. Like I, I really think you know that is. It's so important. There's a company called Tradable Bits too that um, they they used to do it for like um, they do it for a lot of festivals and events. They like are the data you know analysts and providers and aggregators for like a lot of big event companies. But they started kind of moving into the artist space. But yeah, they'll you know they'll they'll anytime you sell something, that link will attach to some back end process that you own where you will get all the information that's available through that mm. link, like legally, you know? Um, okay. yeah. So, you know, it, 
there's a whole process, but yeah, you should check them out or, you know, we could link you with them. Payne and I, I've worked with them a few times, but um, yeah, just shit like that, I think is really interesting. Well, let me write that down. Tradable bits. I'm gonna put you, I'll put you in touch with them. We'll put you on an email with them. Appreciate it, brother, man. No, for but sure. I think they'd be excited about, about what you got going on. No, nah, man, but like, I want you to, um, I want to thank you again, dog, for, for yeah. coming on here and like, you know, Oh shit! That's so this it. This really went. How long has it been, bro? It's been We've like been an, hour a We've been an hour and thirty. We've been an hour and thirty. We've been like an hour and thirty. I mean, it felt like thirty, right? Uh, I was only supposed to have you for an hour, honestly. But I know, uh, I know you got. To, I know you got. You know, shit, you got to get done, and I yeah, don't want to yeah. hold you for too long. But I want to thank you for for coming on and sharing the platform, dog. This one really meant a lot to me, man, and I'm excited for the show. Um, we still got to think of like a reoccurring question that we ask our guests, Troy. You got something on your brain? You got something? I don't got anything right now. What is something cool? Life. Yeah. Nah, <laughs> not, not anything corny, but something like cool. That's what it feels like, right? Right? Yeah. We just yeah. got to ask one. Like, we got to ask something yeah. that's 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 cool. But nah, man. But yeah. thank you, bro, for, yeah. for coming on. Y'all figure it out. On a job trainer. Just Honestly, like that. Doc, thank yeah. you for coming on, bro. Um, it meant a lot. Um, and love what you're doing right now love that you're doing it with purpose love that you're helping others too as you're going on the journey too man thank you dog and i'll be i'll be back for the future episode too because this is this is cool i like you know what i'm saying because see we actually are going to finesse you to be the third host like you're going to be a (laughs) recurring host because it feels it feels good you got the mic it feels good like this is what you know see us i can see us I could see us having another guest on here with Piff, honestly. Oh, for sure. For sure. I like, no, I ain't going to lie. I always, <laughs> when I listen to podcasts, there's always that reoccurring guest, like how on, on Rogan. Yeah. Brian, what's his name? He's an MFC fighter. I, MFC. NFC. UFC? UFC, UFC fighter. UFC. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I forgot his name. But like, <laughs> I always wanted to be that reoccurring guest that, you know, what I'm saying? You know come on. You friend of the show. You definitely friend of the oh, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm not going to lie, like, as much as I'm grateful, beyond grateful and appreciative and have enjoyed all of our interviews, I mean, I'll just, talking to somebody that's just an artist and a create, like, thinks about creativity all day. It's just like, I could, mm-hmm. I could sit here. Real you know talk, what I mean? Uh, like, that's why I felt like 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. I can sit here all you day, know, There's too, there's so much, like, and I don't blame any of these people that we talk to. You know, there's a, like, a lot of people we talk to that work at big companies or have um, even smaller companies, but still corporate environment and uh, to any capacity, it's like there's 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 a certain type of discretionary that uh, discretion that needs to be used, you know, of course to protect jobs, which I get, but it's like fuck. I just want people to open up, you know. I just want people to talk <laughs> about shit. That's why we're here, you know what I mean? In the That's first right. place. So it's like sometimes Pan and I will do one-on-one episodes just to just say crazy, crazy shit, shit to each other. <laughs> you know? like, I don't know if anybody's listening to those, but like we just have to. Say we love them. to get our shit yeah. off, so it's just like yo, yeah. fuck that. Nah. But understand, yeah. it's tight. I'm glad that we had you on yeah. here because you can just you can just talk to us. You know what I'm saying? Just chill. And the and more that like. The more that we have you on, anyway. yeah. The more that we have you on here, yeah. I think you'll 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 give us some some more. I want you to cry mm. on here. You know what I'm saying? That's what, <laughs> what, I'm, That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> oh, speaking, speaking of which, um, yeah. sh- shameless plug. Go ahead. Um, by the time this episode is yeah, out, be- the extended version of Boys Do Cry will be out. Wow, um, we just got um, an exclusive. Brat, brat, brat. What day is out? 
October October first. October. October first. Right, well, uh, so maybe we'll try maybe drop a couple of days after. Yeah, we'll be out a couple yeah. days after. I think. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 We'll definitely yeah, post so that. Definitely support. Yeah. Go listen to that. It sure. is. Um. Yeah, it's important. Ah, it is. Yeah. It's a great record too. Yeah, it's important. You you when did you so do like the that. extended? When did you do the extended version? I I recorded it like five days ago. So it's an extended video version too. Yep. Oh wow, you're cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yo, yeah, well, not hold a, on. Not <laughs> full videos. Right, he did the extended huh? yeah. video. Yeah, because I'm gonna say like you know well, we didn't really talk about it, but yeah, not not a lot of videos that you have are you know they're short videos. Yeah, just not not just yet. Like it's still, you know, it's still gonna be, you know, I mean, people are gonna notice by the time this is out. It's still like the second verse is still another TikTok reel, but I'm just gonna be combining those two, putting it on YouTube, and then um, because really there's no rules, but obviously, <laughs> but in the future, of course, yeah. I'm just gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be moving into the direction of like, you know, more treated music videos with some concepts mm. and stuff like that. Still not veering off from what I've been doing because this is like what yeah. I do, but still transition, but also transitioning into bigger things. And that's what I'm, that's one of those things that I'm talking about when I'm saying I'm going to get, I'm going to do bigger, bigger stuff. Too. Um. Also, yeah. who has been, talk about some of the support that you've gotten from the people that you've like yo i can't believe this person follows me or oh, i can't yeah. believe this person is like actually like support like what the fuck like Bro. talk about that yeah yeah thank you um fucking the biggest one was Shaquille O'Neal That's so crazy. and then I, I didn't a lot of people don't know about this because it was a dm and now this is the first time i'm actually talking about it like publicly wow. um for those that don't know, my real name is Shaquille, and I was named after mm. Shaquille O'Neal. And for him to hit me Stick. up, he was he he DM'd me. This was when um Boys Do Cry went like super viral. Yeah, he was like, "Yo, bars, brother, respect." And then I sent back the, the such a legend, like, dog. What? He is such a legend. <laughs> He's also funny. Like I feel like he gets it. Yeah, he he absolutely gets yeah. it. Definitely in tune. Yeah. And I sent I sent back the Spider Man meme where they pointing at each other. <laughs> I'm like, yo, my name is Shaquille too. He didn't respond, but I'm like, fuck it, uh. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> nah, but you'll cross paths with him. He's right. he's one of those like friendly, accessible people. I only like yeah. listen, I've only been like he's only been ever my favorite basketball player, pretty much ever. You know, like he's uh. like it's like. You have like Shaq and then you got everyone else because as a personality and like yeah. when you grow up watching him, you're like, it's like being a Yankees fan. It's like it's Jeter. And then, you know, that's what it was everybody like to else. me, you know, yeah, I met him else, like, randomly coming out of the Thompson yeah. Hotel out of my elevator. Shaq was coming on. I was coming out and we shook hands. And How'd he, you know it was him? <laughs> right? Because <laughs> I had to duck while he was coming in and we shook hands. And He's we like, so good. He's so such a good nice at being person. him. Yeah. And I like that he yeah. um he's, he's another person that, that does everything. He tries to do everything from yeah. DJing movies, making shoes, doing doing everything. He's really smart. He has a I like his uh business acumen as well, too. I definitely look at him yeah. as far as like how to invest in things Dang. as well. Yeah. Like he's hella intelligent. Yeah. You just find out just, the type of bags that he has out of nowhere. Right? Like, oh, what the, you you in that? I was like, I'm like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah we just yeah. bought Reebok. I was like, what? Nigga, Reebok? <laughs> Super smart. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, who cool. else? 
uh, can I keep going or what? Yeah, keep um, going. Fire yeah, them up. Let's get this list out. <laughs> it was, uh, I mean, Taraji, of course, because, like, <laughs> growing up, she was one of my favorite actresses. It was, like, it's really dope. The, she's, like, reposting my stuff on the main page. So right. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> um, Van Lathan. Um, mm. um, Reading Rainbow. What's his name? Fuck. How, how do I forget his name? Oh, which one? Yeah, I think you forgot you forgotten his name in the last podcast too. I'm not gonna lie. Wow, I'm bugging out. You keep, no, no, no. You keep forgetting. Uh, him. What is his name? Reading Rainbow. What is his name? Wow. Hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. Lavar Burton. Lavar Burton. Yes, 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 yes. He reposted the yeah. video on Twitter. He was like, "This is so important," and I'm like, "Bro, you kind of told me how to read." <laughs> it's like, yeah. I'm like, whoa! Yeah, yeah. You told me this the value in of reading, and you're like now yeah. enjoying my work at the same time. So a lot of the people, I mean, there's other celebrities that shared my stuff too. Yeah. Um, but like those people that I just mentioned, just like they hold like yeah. such a, a I, I'm like very proud of that. There that they recognize my work because like I grew up like loving their shit, That's like just I'm loving about. um like all the things that they do. So it's just cool. And it, and it also showed me that everybody's watching for yeah, real, yeah. for real. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, man. it's 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 tight, yeah. and it's it's just like it's also just another you know reassurance that you're like you're doing the right thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that always feels good when you like, feel good <laughs> when you're doing something and you're like, yo, am I doing it? And then someone like, you're like, all right, I'm doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, you doing it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Man. But yeah, man, appreciate you coming on, dog. Um, Thanks yeah, for having me. Much love. I'll be uh, back. Uh, much love. You have a good rest of your day. Y'all too. Stay dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Piff Marty. Thank you, bro. Ah. Uh, uh.